Hi, my name is Louise. Back in 2011, I first found out that I had myelofibrosis. I was like everybody else, just scared to death and not wanting to say anything. I didn't want to tell anybody because people just didn't understand. No, you look fine. You are fine, but you're not really. And so it's very difficult for me to open up and tell them, hey, this is how I'm feeling. The information presented in this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not medical advice. This podcast should not replace or be a substitute for speaking with your healthcare professional. Your healthcare professional is the best source for medical information. Always consult your care team with any questions or concerns regarding your individual medical condition. Hello, my name is Gina, and welcome to NPN Voices Out Loud, a podcast series brought to you by Voices of NPN. For those of you who are new to NPN Voices Out Loud, this podcast series is part of an education and awareness initiative developed by Insight Corporation to help raise awareness in support of individuals impacted by myeloproliferative neoplasms, or NPNs, which are a group of rare chronic blood cancers. This includes the three most common Philadelphia chromosome-negative NPNs, polycythemia vera, or PV, myelofibrosis, or MF, and essential thrombocythemia, or ET. At the start of this program, we heard from Louise, a woman with MF, who, like many newly diagnosed MPN patients, told people that she was fine as a way to avoid talking about her disease. And that sums up the topic of today's episode, the importance of having open and honest communication about your MPN. Sounds pretty simple, right? Well, it's not as easy as you might think. As many of you who are living with an NPN probably already know, communicating with others about the physical and emotional impact of your NPN can be challenging, especially because you may not look sick to the outside world. Whether it's because you think people won't understand or perhaps because you don't want to burden others with your struggles, it can be easy to fall into the habit of saying, I'm fine, even when that isn't true. Unfortunately, if you are communicating openly and honestly about how your NPN affects your daily routines, activity levels, and overall quality of life, you may not get the care and support that you need from friends, family, and especially your NPN healthcare team. After all, no one can fully understand how your NPN is affecting you unless you speak up and spell it out. During this episode, we'll be hearing from Louise, Mickey, Asha, and Christine, four real NPN patients who share their individual stories of self-expression and self-advocacy to help encourage other MPN patients to speak up and spell out how their MPN makes them feel. Because, as they've learned, fine is not enough. Anyone interested in checking out real patient stories and valuable communication tools can visit mpnpodcast.com. We're also going to be hearing from Emily Knight, an oncology clinical nurse educator, who will be sharing some helpful MPN disease education. Later on in this program, she will also be sharing some valuable tips to help our listeners redefine their own MPN communication. Now let's hear from Mickey, Asha, Louise, and Christine. Hi, I'm Mickey. I was diagnosed with PV in 2018. One of my greatest challenges, I think, with anyone who has uh, MPN is that we're probably not totally honest in the beginning with ourselves 
and certainly not with our friends and our loved ones. Saying I'm fine is easy to say. It's harder to say I'm not doing so good. When someone would ask me how I'm doing, I'm fine. When really I might have wanted to say, have you got 20 minutes? I can tell you that I'm not really feeling all that well. Hi, my name is Asha. I was diagnosed with polycythemia in 2012. When I was diagnosed, I didn't really deal with it. I would ignore my doctor's appointments. I would just kind of be like, oh, I'm okay. Like, I'm fine. I didn't want to say anything to anyone. I don't think that my family and friends know to the extent of what I go through um, because I try to conceal it. People know that I have a rare blood cancer called PV. What they don't know is what's going on inside me. When you look the way we do, which is usually pretty okay, it's just hard for them to understand that you're really not okay. A lot of the times I may look fine, but I may have like an enlarged spleen or something that's really painful inside of me. I'm dealing with something. So I think that's the hardest part is balancing that, oh, I look okay, but sometimes I'm not okay. My name's Christine. I was diagnosed with PV in May of 2015. People see me as someone who's biking and running and I look so healthy. They think I'm doing just fine. Sometimes it's easier just not to tell anybody what's going on. Maybe I hold back because I feel I have to give a big explanation, but I really don't. Um, I have a blood cancer. As we just heard, it can sometimes be a challenge for MPN patients to speak up about the impact of living with an MPN. And that could be, in part, because you may look fine to the outside world. No one can see what's going on inside your body. Like, for example, how your MPN symptoms are making you feel and how they might be affecting your ability to participate in your favorite activities and daily routines. They also can't see how your MPN symptoms may be affecting your overall quality of life. Now, I understand that sometimes we may keep certain things to ourselves because we don't want to burden other people with our aches and pains or sound like we're complaining. But I can't stress enough how important it is to speak up about your MPN symptoms, especially with your MPN healthcare team. That's because MPNs are progressive diseases, which means that they can change or get worse over time. And if your symptoms are changing, it could mean that your disease is changing too. As we're about to hear, Speaking up and spelling out how your MPN symptoms are affecting you can also be an important part of becoming your own advocate. Let's hear more from Mickey, Christine, Louise, and Asha. Being an old ex-college football player, you do not admit that you're tired. You don't admit that you've got some issues going on when it comes to your body strength, even your mental strength. Sometimes when I talk about my PV or talk about my symptoms, I feel like I'm whining. It's hard to be vulnerable. But I think it's important to share how you are feeling and not being just fine. Then they would know if I'm just not having a great day and why. Over uh, the first year or so, I continued to have bleeding gums, extreme fatigue, enlargement of my spleen those times of brain fog. I really downplayed the fatigue. I had to learn to be able to tell people 
that I'm not fine. If you don't say it, they will not know it. And you have to make sure that they understand what you mean. It's hard for people to really understand what it's like going on inside you. What's it feel like to sweat from the middle of your head? What's it feel like to itch all the time? But I have learned that they're never going to know unless I tell them what's going on. That's one of the things that I've learned is that I have to be more vocal and it won't come off as weakness. If anything, it'll make me stronger. You have to be your own advocate. You have to make sure your communication is crystal clear. As many of you know, every MPN journey is unique and MPN symptoms affect each person differently. If you're experiencing certain symptoms on a regular basis, especially symptoms that you don't think are connected to your MPN, you might be inclined to overlook them or not mention them to anyone, right? Well, I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure that you do speak up and spell out how your MPN symptoms are affecting you. That's because sharing your MPN symptom burden with your MPN healthcare team may help identify any important trends in your health, including potential signs of disease progression. And that's why your MPN healthcare team needs to be aware of any and all symptoms you're experiencing, no matter how minor. Now, in addition to discussing the specific symptoms that have been bothering you, you should also be telling your healthcare team about how your symptoms may have changed since your last appointment. For example, if you have new symptoms or ones that seem to have gone away, be sure to share that information. And when you are explaining the impact of your MPN to your healthcare professional, Offer details that help quantify the impact on your daily life and routines. You could say something like, I have had 20 days with fatigue that kept me from leaving the house, or I've had night sweats that interrupted my sleep for the past three weeks. Your NPN healthcare team needs to know all of this information because it helps you work together to assemble the big picture of how your NPN impacts your daily life. And these insights can lead to more informed discussions about your disease and your ongoing care. However, the only way this information can prove useful is if you share it. That's why it's important to be an advocate for your own health and to speak up. Now, in a few moments, we're going to be getting into even more detail about how to partner and communicate with your MPN healthcare professionals. But first, let's hear from Emily Knight, who is going to tell us about some of the most common MPN symptoms. Every MPN journey is unique, and while some people have symptoms that are severe, others may have none at all. Some of the most common MPN symptoms may include fatigue or tiredness, inactivity, problems concentrating, an early feeling of fullness with eating or early satiety, abdominal pain or discomfort, unintentional weight loss in the last six months, itching that can be worse after warm showers, bone pain that is a diffuse pain, uh, much different from joint pain or arthritis, fever greater than 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and night sweats. Remember to tell your MPN healthcare professional about all of the symptoms that you have been experiencing, no matter how minor, including those that you aren't sure are related to your MPN, because in fact they may be. These are not all of the symptoms that you may be experiencing with your MPN, for example, there are additional symptoms specific to PV, MF, and ET. Be sure to talk with your healthcare professional about any additional symptoms that you may be experiencing. Now that we've heard Emily discuss some of the common MPN symptoms, 
I'd like to remind our audience once again that every MPN journey is unique. As we've already mentioned, MPNs are progressive conditions, so they can change or get worse over time. That's why it's important to take an active role in your own care by keeping an ongoing record of your health. So what do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about tracking your MPN. Whether you're keeping notes in a diary or using an online tracking tool or worksheet, regularly performing your own MPN symptom self-assessment is a great way to participate in your own care. Not only can it help you better understand the current status of your disease, but it also may help you identify changes in your health over time, such as increases or decreases in your MPN symptoms. And these insights can lead to more informed conversations with your healthcare team. Let's hear a little more about the benefits of tracking from Emily. Regular tracking empowers patients with an MPN to proactively identify patterns or trends in their health and then document those things. Tracking efforts should focus on things like blood counts, medical procedures, and of course, MPN symptoms. Sharing symptom notes at each visit gives the MPN healthcare team a more complete picture of your overall health. The more you share about your symptoms and how they are changing and affecting you, the better your care team can help you determine what's right for you. Tracking can also help patients with an MPN more accurately remember changes in their condition without having to rely on memory. It's important to notice how you're feeling on a daily basis and to document it as soon as you can. Try to update your tracking notes at least once a week. Don't assume that any symptom is too minor or not worth recording. Include everything, even if you don't think it's related to your MPN. Mention it anyway. Know that your tracking insights will help your healthcare professional understand what's happening with your health over time rather than on one or two specific days. Tracking is an excellent way to actively monitor your MPN in between appointments. And it also allows you to spell out exactly how your MPN has been affecting you and then share that information with your MPN healthcare team. And while you are tracking your symptoms, don't forget to also keep track of how those symptoms are affecting your daily life. So if your MPN symptoms have affected your ability to participate in the activities and events that you enjoy, it's important to quantify that symptom burden. For example, if you've had 20 days with fatigue that has interfered with your ability to socialize or leave the house, your MPN healthcare team wants and needs to know about this. Remember, having an honest, detailed discussion about the impact of your MPN symptoms is an important way to advocate for your own care and partner with your healthcare professional. Now, let's turn it back over to Emily, who has some additional information to share about a few tools that MPN patients and caregivers can start using right away to evaluate and track their MPN. For tracking, patients can use a diary, journal, or notebook to capture notes and track various aspects of their MPN. They can also use an online tracker tool. Remember to date each entry and to keep everything in one handy place so you can easily share your notes during healthcare visits. Voices of MPN also offers an online tracker tool and it's specific to each of the three MPNs, PV, MF, and ET. This tool allows for tracking key blood cell counts, symptoms, and medical procedures. You can also keep track of upcoming medical appointments. The tracker tool is also available as an app that you can use on your mobile phone or tablet. Visit voicesofmpn.com tracking to get started or download the Voices of MPN mobile tracker app from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on your phone. In addition to rating the severity of MPN symptoms, the online tracker tool and mobile app enable you to document the impact of your MPN on your activity level. 
Results can be tracked over time and shared with your healthcare professionals via email. You can also visit mpnpodcast.com to access an MPN healthcare communication workbook that you can use to manually document the impact of your MPN. The workbook includes three printable self-assessment worksheets designed to help you document and share the physical and emotional impact of your MPN, as well as how your MPN symptoms affect your daily routines and activity levels. The workbook also allows you to document your questions and concerns to prepare for upcoming MPN healthcare appointments and to capture notes and next steps after your appointment. You can access the healthcare communication workbook at mpnpodcast.com. Wow, there are a lot of great resources to help patients keep track of their MPN. Once again, if anyone in our audience wants to download the Voices of MPN Tracker Tool app, just visit the Apple App Store or Google Play Store from your mobile phone. And if you already have an existing account for the online tracker tool, you can log into the updated app with the same username and password you already have. It's easy. Be sure to check it out. So we've talked a lot about the physical symptoms of MPNs, but before we move on to our next topic, I'd like to spend a few moments on emotional symptoms because they can be just as important as your physical ones. That's because both have the potential to impact your overall quality of life. And that's why it's important to be open and honest about how your MPN makes you feel. Remember, speaking up and spelling out the physical and emotional impact of your MPN is one of the most powerful things you can do to help manage your disease because it can lead you toward the support and care that you need and deserve. Let's hear from Emily about what our listeners should know about the impact of MPNs on their well-being. It's important to talk about how your MPN makes you feel emotionally, whether that's with friends, family, or a healthcare professional. Be sure to share any symptoms of anxiety, depression, or other emotional changes with your MPN healthcare team, as this can help ensure that you get the support that you need. Talk to your healthcare professional if you experience any of the following. Feeling sad or depressed, irritability, anger, anxiety, feeling out of control, panic attacks, excessive worrying or fear, hopelessness, extreme changes in appetite or sleep habits, trouble concentrating, loss of interest in intimacy, loss of interest in activities, or loss of interest in socializing with others, mood swings. Communicating openly and honestly about your well-being is an important way to be a vocal advocate for your own health. I think it's so important to remember that your emotional symptoms are just as important as your physical symptoms because they can both impact your quality of life. That's why it's important to be an informed and vocal advocate for your own health. So remember, don't say that you're fine if you aren't because you could miss an opportunity to get the support that you need and deserve from your family, friends, and especially your MPN healthcare team. Speak up and spell it out. Now, I think we can all agree that developing a partnership with your MPN healthcare team can sometimes take time, but having good communication with them is vital to your care. Let's hear what Louise, Mickey, Asha, and Christine have to say about the importance of developing an open and honest line of communication with their MPN healthcare teams. In the very beginning, I didn't know that I was supposed to tell the doctor. It was really difficult for me to be able to open up and say, these are the symptoms that I'm going through. My heart is saying, don't you see it? You know, but no, they don't. You look fine. I uh, really wasn't letting my oncologist know all of my symptoms. 
I've learned that, especially physicians, that's a big no-no because they're the main people that can help. Making sure that you're as transparent as you possibly can be with your physicians is key. They're the ones that are going to be there with you every step of the way. Being reluctant to open up to your healthcare provider is so common. I work in healthcare and I have patients that come in and have a hard time opening up. It's easy to say that you're just fine versus having a list of complaints. It is so risky when you do not open up to your physician. There might be little subtle changes that you're feeling, but it could be an indication that things are changing with your disease. So for that reason, I don't, I don't really hold anything back. I just want to feel better anyway. So I'm just willing to tell it all. <laughs> it's important to really feel comfortable with your physician. After being diagnosed, I had a second opinion. It was with a true MPN specialist. I can open up to her, and that is so important. Get a second opinion, a third opinion, a fourth opinion, whatever you need to do to make you feel comfortable on this journey. I now have a great oncologist or specialist. Whenever I have a question or a problem, I call them, and I don't wait either, because I want to know what is going on. You've got to become your own advocate, be transparent with your healthcare team. Being honest with my oncologist and my healthcare team has made my life better. And also, it's so important to try to gain more knowledge of your disease. It'll help you feel more confident to ask questions and remember, no question's a silly question. You need to ask whatever you want to ask. It's important. So if you want the full effect of your entire medical team, the best way to do that is, again, communicate, communicate, communicate. As we just heard, it's so important to have open and honest communication with your MPN healthcare team and to feel comfortable enough to ask questions and to speak up about any symptoms you may be experiencing. Remember, they want to hear what you have to say, including your questions, concerns, and ideas. Don't forget the relationship between you and your care team is a partnership, and you're working together to ensure that you have the care that's right for you. Also know that you always have the option to seek a second opinion or visit a healthcare professional who specializes in NPNs if you haven't done so already. NPNs are rare, chronic blood cancers that many healthcare professionals don't see very often. So including an NPN specialist in your care may give you a chance to work with someone who has more experience working with patients who have the same condition that you do. And keep in mind that adding an NPN specialist to your care team doesn't mean you have to stop seeing your other healthcare professionals. In fact, they can often work together to determine the best care management approach for you. So we spent a lot of time talking about the importance of having good communication with the NPN healthcare team. But talking about it is one thing, and doing it is another. That's why we're going to review some useful tips for having more effective communication with your healthcare team including how you can advocate for yourself during your healthcare appointments. Let's hear from Emily, who is going to help explain exactly how you can do that. Your healthcare professionals are partners in your care, so it's important to work together to ensure that you have good communication. Between visits, consider doing some of your own research to continue learning about your MPN. 
Being educated about your disease may enable you to have more informed conversations about your health and to be actively involved in the decisions that you make together about your ongoing care. Keep copies of your labs and test results and review them in advance of your visit and jot down any questions you may have and bring those questions along with you to your appointment for discussion. Continue to keep track of your MPN symptoms, medical procedures, blood tests, and other labs. And if you notice any changes or trends in your health, be sure to discuss them with your healthcare professional. The tips we just heard sound like great ways to prepare for appointments and become more educated about your disease, which, as you know, can help you have more informed conversations with your healthcare team. And now Emily is going to share some additional suggestions for improving your MPN communication during those appointments so that you can take an active role in your care. Come prepared with questions. Keep an ongoing list of your questions and concerns to help guide conversations with your MPN care team and bring it with you to your MPN healthcare appointments. Take notes or bring along a loved one or friend who can do so for you. Be specific when answering questions about your health. Try to provide detailed answers. The more information you share, the more insight your MPN healthcare professional may have to help inform your ongoing care. Don't withhold important information about your MPN symptoms and how they impact your activity levels and well-being. Be sure to note and share any and all changes in your health since your last appointment, even if you aren't sure that it's related to your MPN because it just might be. Don't be afraid to ask for additional clarification if anything is unclear. It's important that you're able to fully understand what's going on with your health, so if you need more information, ask for it. Remember, there's no such thing as a silly question. All of your questions and concerns are important. Remember, the relationship between you and your care team is a partnership, and you're working together to ensure that you have the best possible care. As we've heard throughout this episode, it's not always easy to speak up and spell out the impact of your MPN. Opening up can be difficult at times. Maybe you don't know what questions to ask, or maybe you're afraid that you're complaining too much. Whatever the reason, we understand that it can sometimes be a challenge to communicate openly and honestly with your family, friends, and even your healthcare team. But as we heard from Emily and from Mickey, Louise, Asha, and Christine, it's so important for patients with MPNs and their caregivers to know how to speak up and seek out the support you need. And as these four members of the Voices of MPN community have explained, finding your voice and sharing your true MPN symptom burden can make a meaningful difference in how you feel and can empower you to take a more active role in your care. We hope their insights have inspired you to speak up and spell out the impact of your MPN, find a healthcare professional that you feel comfortable with, and get the ongoing care you need and deserve. And don't forget, you can also register to receive helpful patient support materials and educational resources specific to each of the three MPNs, PV, MF, and ET, by visiting mpnpodcast.com. Please check out and subscribe to the MPN Voices Out Loud podcast by visiting npnvoicesoutloud.com. And be sure to check out our other informative podcast episodes. Thanks for joining us today and for allowing us to loudly raise our voices in support of the MPN community. This podcast is brought to you by Insight Corporation. Voices of MPN is a registered trademark of Insight. Copyright 2022 Insight.